Ready to rise through the ranks of the online marketing hierarchy? Take some notes from the original Royals of Revenue, the Internet Traffic Kings. We're about to open up a treasure chest of knowledge from the best of the best. With your hosts, Kevin the Cook Father, DiVincenzi, the original Big Fabu, John Fondy, and the ultimate compliance conciliary, Attorney Bennett Kelly. In three, two, one. Hey, everybody, and once again, welcome to another episode of Internet Traffic Kings. I'm the Big Fabu, John Fondy. We're broadcasting from the studios at UNLV in fabulous Las Vegas. You can see behind me things are kind of slowing down a little bit here. We kind of thought we were out of the water for a little bit with the way things are going, but it's not just Las Vegas. It's uh, it's kind of a the, the whole world and the different things and the way that things are, are basically going. I want to remind everybody that... Uh, uh, this is a non-ad-supported show, which means we don't have commercial breaks in it, and uh, and that, that's a gift from our executive producer, uh, the Click Father. But you can support us by um, by going to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating while you're in there. You can listen to us on Spotify. Uh, our YouTube channel is doing awesome. You can see us on Facebook as well as uh, great information on internettraffickings.com. Uh, and so uh, we are now taping episode 19 and our executive uh, our executive producer, Kevin DiVincenzi, the click father. Kevin, can you believe we're up to 19 shows now? Not bad. Not bad. And you mentioned the Apple podcast. Uh, we're already at over 200 five-star reviews, which is pretty impressive. Um some of our competing channels that have been doing it for four years have five to 600 reviews. So we're at 200 on show, call it 18 that just got released or uh -huh. 17 at that point. 17, um, yeah. So we're, we're trending really well. So it's great. And so, uh, and uh, YouTube still doing well. Yeah. YouTube's still averaging 15 to 17,000 views a week per episode. So absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that, and this that's is all phenomenal, or, you know? organic traffic, people, people subscribing and uh, watching the episodes. Are good and stuff. So, well, you know the, the the great thing about that is is Kevin, you've 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 really got some some great associations out there, and you've brought on some great guests and and really really diverse. I mean, I don't I don't think we've covered two of the same topics in all of the shows. Well, yeah, the internet's very diverse. There's so many different opportunities out there, so I'm doing my best to cover all different aspects of it. Speaking of opportunities, I want you to take a look at this. Oh, look at that. Look at that, huh? You so, got your shirt. That's uh, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're we're kind of we're kind of wrapping the merch right now and stuff like that's that. That's right. So, uh, yeah. so anyway, but uh, you know, as we kind of continue on, it seems like something. Uh, the show is very topical as well. We don't we talk about stuff that is current and get mm -hmm. current information and current guests that are out there, and um, and we get people watching and listening to the show. I mean, literally from all over the world. So that's the power of the internet and, and what we sure. do. So, um, but uh, so uh, you're down. You're down in Malibu. Uh, that's yep. one of your second homes here, and and you get you get to Vegas every now and then. But I'm telling you that uh, the uh, the governor's going to make a statement on Monday, and he's going to come out and basically tell us tell tell who can do what and who can't do right. what and they're just not going to make it generic they're actually going to go into the high traffic areas and make some significant rules uh with that but really? one of the things that i've noticed here about las vegas is um is you can't uh, all the shows have closed down the shows that have audio yeah audio i i 
Yeah, I actually spoke to somebody that's in the cast of Larev a couple months ago. Um, and they said that uh, it's about half capacity for them to break even. So to even to be allowed to be reopened, they'd still have to run half capacity to even break even on the show. So it's going to be interesting how they could do that. So that would be if they did every other seat, essentially, they'd be able to break even. Well, and the and uh, that's an expensive show, uh, and, right? Uh, right. That's that's going to be that is going to be tough to break even to where if you've just got a smaller show out there, you know, and you can cut a deal with a showroom or something like that. But uh, right. Um, the uh, so a lot of lot of shows here in Las Vegas are doing um, doing Zoom casts, and uh, that's how they're kind of getting out there as well. Um, and uh, so really adaptability, that's what, that's what we talk about. Yeah, I mean, luckily now we have the technology where you can do that, right? It, mm -hmm. It's not perfect by any means, but you can, you know, we've been involved, as you know, with Darren Blatt uh, with his virtual conference. And I've been to many virtual conferences and, you know, watch virtual concerts. And there's a lot of different things that you can now do online. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not the same by any means, but it's definitely at least bridging some of the gap of what's what's been lost in, in the interim. Yeah, and I'm finding uh, uh, I'm, my uh, my business is actually kind of peaking as well. Not only from the podcast standpoint, but a lot of people want to actually shoot stuff. They want to shoot stuff with a real camera and, and, and real right. lighting and stuff like that. So, so right. we're kind of uh, seeing that that trend kind of starting back and forth. And um, I'm over at um, Vegas PBS quite a bit uh, shooting over there. We we nice. still can't shoot in our studio here at UNLV, other than my little green screen studio as well. Right. So, um, and so, uh, so anyway, um, so Kevin, can you feel it kind of warming up a little bit? <laughs> Things kind yeah. of heating up a little bit. Sure. And, uh, I think they're going to actually kind of, kind of start flaming here a little bit, no pun intended, but uh, as we do, uh, this is what we're, we're going to do is throw you once again, you know, kind of, uh, uh, into the hot seat here in just a little bit. But uh, before we do that, uh, uh, how about the industry? Are, is there some stuff that's trending a little bit better than other things right now? Yeah, I mean, I, I look at Google Trends. You know, it's a, it's a free tool from Google, which is really interesting because it shows you, you know, what's currently being searched for. Um, and on the top, I mean, a lot of things were obvious, right? Uh, fish finders and, you know, boating gear and camping gear. Um, but then I found some weird ones like whipped cream had a hundred percent increase in search terms. Um, hair loss, uh, hair loss treatments, 90% increase where I'm thinking, okay, I guess it's because people are at home. So they're taking more time for self care and they're, you know, searching and buying more of these products, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, but yeah, Google trends is great to see what's, uh, what's trending. <laughs> See what people are doing, what they're thinking about. You can also yeah. see where the, what the boredom level is out there. As a yeah, no, a lot of bread making and you know a lot of at home at home recipes and things of that nature uh, for sure. And I think the hair loss thing is good because people aren't going out anyway. So whatever you're going to do, you know, it's you can do it slowly over a period of time, and it's right. not going to be you know risky as well. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I've even uh, there's a, a a company out there that makes makes a hair coloring for women and uh, right. they, they've now switched over to making hair coloring for men now as well. So yeah, I was going to say your hair looks a lot, uh, a lot more colorful today. Yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> at least at least it's barely there. So that's one of the that's what's trending on me. So right now, and as I was alluding to before, it's heating up there in Malibu, and the reason for that is because we're going to throw you uh, from the frying pan right into the fire. As this go for it, I'm pretty pretty popular now. As we've got people sending in questions and. And uh, right, right off the top of your head, uh, you answer these questions. And and I, I guess that shows the, the 23 years of experience that you've got as out there. As best I can. Sure. As, as you can. You learn a lot. You train a little bit. You learn something. But the other great thing about this industry is everybody truly, and for the most part, they, everybody tries to help each other out as much as they possibly can. Absolutely. So I've, seen that, I've seen that. I've seen that. Where in Hollywood, everybody's at each other's throat. Here in Las Vegas, everybody works together and they try to help each other out. It's a, it's a yep. much, much better uh, avenue, much better feelings. You know, you can call up a friend and get some advice and stuff like that. Right. So speaking of calling up and getting some advice, this question comes from Cincinnati, Ohio. And it comes from Mike. And Mike says, um, when you run Google search ads, do you run just Google or Google Partners? And what about the display network? So, yeah. So when you run a Google search ad, um, it'll automatically op you into uh, display partners and into um, uh, display partner, uh, I'm sorry, into the partner network and display um, on search. So you would have to manually uncheck those. We do run partner networks and we do run display select, but we run them um, after testing. So first we'll run just Google. So if I'm doing a test, I'll just run traffic directly on Google. And then if I need more volume, I can then introduce the partner networks and or the display network. And it's all about testing, right? Yeah. But to run it as a default, I wouldn't do that because most of your spend could happen on the display network, whereas you would find the results more on the search network because that's intent driven where the display network is more based on the audience and what have you. Yeah, that makes definitely that makes uncheck it when I test it. And then if I needed more volume, explore either display select or uh, search partners. And can you run split tests on in those? Uh, Absolutely. Yep. Well? You can do a, a, B, a, B splits for sure. And so, uh, and I guess that's kind of the thing about it when you're do, doing something for the first or the second time, uh, you know, it's what do they say? Measure twice and cut once. You know, so, right? You know, so you can Absolutely, really make yeah. sure it's that all, it's it's all about testing. Yeah, put your spend your money, and we've we've had we've had some guests on the show that have talked about that as well too, and good inf mm -hmm. good information out there. So, oh um, yeah, the the landing page guys, Oliver. I mean, that's all yeah. they do is test and optimize. I mean, that's part of the game for yeah. sure. And so, uh, and they're all been helpful as well, Kevin. I wanted to also mention uh, that uh, that you, you know, for most cases, you know, you charge about a thousand dollars an hour for consultation and stuff. Mm -hmm. But you're, you're but you're have an offer out there for for our guests to say that if they need to ask you some questions or need to get in touch with it, you'll sit and chat with them for free for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. During, so during these challenging times, it, sometimes it's a very small pivot somebody needs to be able to change the business, uh, especially in these times. And, you know, it takes an outside source to see that with the experience and say, I would really go this way instead of that way. You know, sometimes you get blinded because you're so involved in the day to day. All right. Stay with us. Uh, we'll be right back with our guest, Anthony Horowitz, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about some of the things that are going on in his life as well. 
Not making as much money as he won in the net? The internet traffic kings are by far your best bet. 24 years at the top of the game. Spotify and iTunes, look for them by name. New episodes every Thursday. The internet traffic kings. And welcome back to uh, another edition of Internet Traffic Kings. I'm the big Fabu, John Fondi, and I'm excited to have this guest on. He's diverse. He's a great guy, gives great information. Of course, we're talking about Anthony Horowitz with uh, YouRentMe.com. How are you? Thank man? you. And that's I'm great. Thanks, John. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm doing well. Love your background, man. Thank you. Yeah. And just to clarify, YouRentMe is the letter U-R-E-N-T-M-E.com in case people type in the, the word you. But. Well, good. I'm glad you mentioned that. And we can also see Yeah, because if, if, if you go to the other one, you'll find John Fondi's profile on there. <laughs> yeah. And of course, they can also see that brilliant logo on your shirt. So thanks. For oh, thank you. Trying to right there. Everybody's yeah. wearing their merch out here today as well. So that's awesome as well. So, um, and Anthony, we haven't seen each other for a long time. And, uh, and uh, you haven't missed a step, man. Kind of catch us up a little bit to what you've been up to. Well, so um, when since we last spoken, I was uh, trying to get uh, a couple things off the ground digitally, and I uh, decided that I wanted to go after my dream, which was to incorporate um, a, an application that allowed people to utilize the outdoor uh, equipment, power sports, and whatnot, and incorporate that in, a, in like an Airbnb type business model, and mm-hmm. also allowing people to uh, capitalize and monetize on their assets that they would just normally sit in a garage. So, well, yeah. And I think that that's the, the one thing about it is so many people, you know, uh, for two, for two reasons, they'll, they'll, they'll get the thing. And, and a lot of these things are seasonal as well too. So they just sit around and doing nothing. And, and, and other, other opportunities are if you're thinking about wanting to get uh, an RV or you're wanting to get a motorcycle or you're wanting to get a jet ski or something like that, it gives you a chance to try a couple of them out and uh, find out what really works for you. And that, yeah, you I mean, we're, we're, yeah, sorry, I was, Kevin, go ahead. Gonna, uh, sorry, I was going to say we're in the sharing environment now, right? Between <clears throat> Airbnb and this is like the Airbnb of power sports, um, you know, for car rental, you have Turo. There's so many different, different ways to rent and test things. And that's just the economy we're in. So I think it's fabulous. Yeah, they just, uh, um, they just. Uh, I think they had a moped uh, situation in New York that just kind of came up where they they had some serious problems with that. And they basically took, uh, it was a it was a shared moped thing uh, like they do with bicycles and stuff. And yeah. okay. they had some they had some challenges with it. Probably didn't do enough testing as we talked about in the earlier segment. Yeah, and in that respect, but when people are keeping these items in the garage and things that don't get utilized. Uh, they're not maintained well and they have to be used. So this gives the opportunity for people that maybe, you know, who don't own these that can take advantage of what you had said. Maybe they want to buy one, right? And they want to try this out, this specific model that you would normally never be able to try out. Mm-hmm. And this gives you the opportunity to have, you know, that experience as well as have your family with you, whether that be in the sand dunes or that be on trails or a mountain somewhere, whether it be a snowmobile. In the in the winter, uh, this gives the opportunity, you know, to test and enjoy at the same time. Well, and I think as diverse as uh, Nevada is and Las Vegas in particular, um, there should be a lot of people that should take advantage of that here because we've got water, we've got trails, uh, we've got snow, um, we've got we've got and and people travel 
in and out of uh, Las Vegas as well too. So, um, exactly. so that this should be this should be a good a good opportunity for you here in Las Vegas. But we'd love to get you out here anyway. Yeah, no, we're here. Uh, the company is based in in Henderson in the Vegas area, but you know we're a nationwide company. We actually have um, inventory in every state in the country, so we're expanding rapidly. I mean, you know, we have something in Maine. We have stuff in Florida. The majority of our product is in California, Nevada, um, Arizona, Texas, and Utah. There's a lot of lot of uh, you know branching out out there. And what what's the criteria to rent, Anthony? As far as for somebody to go on, I mean, anybody can browse, right? I mean, anybody yeah. can go on and, yeah. and browse and see what's available. But then to rent, what is it? Twenty five and over? What what's yeah. the criteria there? Uh, good question, Kevin. So it's twenty five and over is the is the minimum. Because we have, you know, we also provide insurance uh, to the Oh, renter. so you guys provide the insurance. That's great. Yeah, we do. We provide Wonderful. the insurance, which is incorporated into the rental. And we manage the transactions, you know, much like Airbnb would manage, you know, for the host. We manage the, the, down, you know, the, the uh, security deposit on the item and we manage a transaction. And the renter goes out and meets up with the owner and they do right. their checkout. And then they go enjoy themselves for their rental. And they can leave a review afterwards. They have reviews they can leave for each other, uh, much like uh, you can for Airbnb or Turo. Now, is there a business, or me being an entrepreneur, I have to ask this question, is there a business opportunity where somebody can also buy some stock as in certain items that they know are selling or renting well and then rent them just like people have become entrepreneurs with Turo and they have a fleet of 30 exactly. cars? Could I Could I technically have a fleet of, six jet skis that I'm renting out through your system. Would that make Absolutely. sense? It does make Great. sense. So for example, whether you want to buy them as a capital purchase or if you're going to pay per month on them, uh, many right. people do that. They have a business, uh, the LLC or sole proprietorship yep. where they set up a payment system through us. And then when they rent, those funds go directly to the business. So, mm -hmm. you know, obviously there's, a, there's, a, there's an opportunity as an entrepreneurial way or an opportunity for any you know normal individual just that wants right. to make their payment, whether it be one rental a month or two rentals, or we have a guy, for an example, out of Utah that's rented over 70 times. Um, oh, wow. Is Polaris Razor. So he's obviously more than paid for that unit and then some. But yeah. obviously that alludes to your opportunity question, absolutely. Sure. Well, uh, and then how about, uh, do you ever move the product around from state to state where the or the needs are greater? Um, when you say move, you mean like, you know, if you're allowed to take the product out of state or? No, like uh, when it's, uh, you know, you, you've got a bunch of snowmobiles, so you move those uh, yeah, but Utah or something. John, like John, keep in mind, each person has their own stock. So Anthony's not holding any stock. No, nothing. Right? So yeah, so each person has their own stock. So I think the question would more be, if I'm in California and I want to rent something out of Vegas, is that a possibility where you could arrange transport and everything else? Of course, hundred percent. We've had, okay. I'll give you an example of that question, John and Kevin is um, we have a gentleman that wanted, that came into town from Michigan that was going, wanted to go to the sand dunes and he arranged to have two razors, which are UTVs delivered to him and then yeah. picked up. So, you know, no matter what your circumstance, um, as long as there's an, there's an agreement, for delivery and pickup, you can do that wherever you want. What about, and now the music festivals are obviously uh, postponed for a while, but at the music festivals, well, like Coachella, what have you, mm -hmm. um, is there an opportunity where somebody could say, hey, I'm going to Coachella and I want, you know, an RV, you know, 
and, and, and a UTV, you know, screw my, <laughs> for the week. Can you have them delivered, set up for me and everything else? Is that something Absolutely. that- Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so there, obviously there's a cost factor of to, course, of course. for that. But if, if the owner is willing, uh, as you know, we don't own any of the equipment or anything. Right. We're, we're like much, you know, we arrange and assist. Yeah, but, you're, you're the liaison, right? Right, exactly. If the owner works with a renter, they communicate and decide, okay, I'll charge you X to deliver it to Coachella. And I'll also give you, you know, usage of my uh, quad and it's going to be this much per day, which we of right. course also insure. And, you know, then they, you know, they have that upfront and the payments made and, and, you know, we, we manage that. So you can monetize on the festivals. Uh, yep. I mean, obviously during this time, um, there is a huge influx of people wanting to be outdoors because of the, you know, initial quarantine that we've been. Yeah, doing. they call them COVID campers. Um, yeah, COVID but for, campers, exactly. They said uh, since 1972, that was the last big spike in RV sales. And then there was a small spike in uh, 2017 where uh, half a million were sold. Um, but since then, uh, I think I, I was listening to a podcast uh, that said uh, just in May, Campers World had the best week ever for the, for the yeah. you know, company-wide, the best week ever, and basically on RV sales, so... And that alludes to that. That's correct. And that for power sports industry, which would include jet skis, dirt right. bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, UTVs, all and you know, and boats. They are there's no stock. So if you want to go buy something, there's right. nothing available. And no, I, I know, and that that's that's for anything. I mean, I I just bought a new vehicle uh, two months ago, and you have to take whatever's here. There's there's nothing right. in the port. There's nothing coming in. All production has stopped. So it's you know, and, and for the vehicle I bought, there's certain options I didn't need. And the guy's like, well, that's your choice. <laughs> like, that's it, you know? Um, but but with this influx of purchasing, these right. people aren't going to necessarily use it every day, right? So right. what they'll want to do is when they're not using it, then they can go and earn money on it. So, for example, right. like this month for has been a stellar month for the company. We've never had, you know, as, as busy as we've been where every weekend – we have people calling. Do you have this available? We just don't. Everything is booked. So right, that's right. a good thing. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah, the, yeah. there is a the need is there, um, and you know, obviously, being able to monetize on these things when you didn't know you could is a is right. a good way for people to, you know, have that extra cushion financially you may not have right now, depending sure. on. Well, on good, good. Well, thank you so much. Uh, again, the the website is right there in uh, on the shirt. Yourentme uh, dot com. That's with uh, a letter. I, I had one. I had one more question before you throw Anthony off the show. Jeez. <laughs> thank uh, you, thank you. Jim. So, Anthony, as far as working with affiliates, what? How does that work? So, if I'm an affiliate listening to the the podcast and I'm, you know, like this is a great idea, I want to promote it. Are you actively working with affiliates? How do they contact you? Do you have an affiliate page, et cetera? We, we do have a, an affiliate program that we're actually, we've revised. We had one initially uh -huh. um, and we were, we're revising one now and that's going to be launched uh, with our new uh, mobile app, which I actually let you uh, yeah. see. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, amazing. And, that, and yeah. that'll be in about really a month. Cool. So we'll be able to, they'll be able to, you know, uh, financially benefit from signups and people who list their items in addition to when uh, people rent them out specifically, you'll be there. There's monetization on that. So if they, okay, but in the meantime, if an affiliate wants to contact you, do you mind if I share your email address? No, they can. You can send me sure. an email it's directly. Anthony at you rent me.com. U R E N T M E.com. Right? Correct. Yeah. Thank you. 
All of right. Um, well, good. Thanks, Dan. Stick around. We're going to have our roundtable session here coming up right after sure. this. But uh, right now, we are going to let the dogs out and uh, out of the green room as well. Oof, oof. That's what it's all about. And of course, we're talking about the big dog himself, ladies and gentlemen, Bennett Kelly. How's How are you guys dog? doing? <laughs> I'm doing fine. Hey, yourself? Doing good. And uh, yeah, we're doing well. And uh, you can, of course, reach Bennett uh, at uh, B. Kelly at internetlawcenter.net. And and hey, I, I like I like your shirt, Bennett. It looks yeah, good. Yeah, nice shirt, yes. buddy. Got some new styles here. That's right. Yeah. So this kind of cuts down on our on our wardrobe costs, and we can let Absolutely. our costumes now go and stuff like that. So uh, um, uh, a lot going on this week, Bennett. So why don't you uh, why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on what you what you dug up? As sure. Um, so imagine, if you will, um, a Austrian student goes to a law school in Silicon Valley, and there's a speaker there from Facebook, and they ask him a question about European um, privacy law, and the Facebook speaker kind of fumbles and more or less says, "Well, we don't really pay attention to that." <laughs> well, um, not a good move to begin with, but that. Austrian student then goes back to Austria and requests from Facebook all data is collected on him as is his right under EU law. And he ends up getting a stack of documents this big after only being on Facebook a short period of time. He then proceeds to file a complaint against Facebook um, in Ireland, which is where Facebook's regulated in Europe under European privacy law that leads to um, the U.S. EU safe harbor um, being invalidated by the European Court of Justice in 2015. And that safe harbor was the framework in which companies transferred data back and forth between Europe and the um, and U.S. since the U.S. wasn't deemed to have sufficient privacy practices you could transfer it to companies that agreed to the safe harbor because they agreed to do certain additional measures. Um, a big part of that decision was um, the whole Edward Snowden scandal and revelations that social media companies and um, cell phone companies were supplying data to the NSA. So um, in place of the safe harbor, the EU and the US renegotiate another thing called the privacy shield. Well, two weeks ago, um, that same former student, um, now a 33-year-old um, guy named um, Schrems, um, he had filed a second case against Facebook, and um, that got thrown out by the European Court of Justice again. Um, in addition, there's, so um, that framework is gone. And in addition, there's a separate framework where you're allowed to transfer data between the US and the EU, where you relied on certain approved contract clauses and the court said that requires a country by country determination about whether or not it's appropriate to allow such transfers um, to be made um, if the company isn't making additional safeguards in place to compensate for the inadequacies of US privacy law. So it just threw into um, up in the air the whole data regime between the US and the EU, which is the largest trading you know, partnership in the world. And um, so the kid's 33 years old and he's 2-0 against Facebook. <laughs> I guess sometimes you got to wow. know when to, when to choose your battles and which ones as well. Exactly. Yeah. 
you know, so, uh, but I, I guess, you know, we're probably seeing a lot of changes that are taking place this year with, uh, with new laws and regulations that are coming out and stuff. Is that all at all going to be tough to enforce uh, with, uh, with, with all the new stuff and the new regulations? Well, I mean, it's going to be a challenge. I mean, for one, obviously there's a regulatory challenge. Um, and, but the FTC, for example, if you say you're complying with the safe harbor that's no longer, or the privacy shield that's no longer in existence, you know, the FCC can go after you. Um, companies that transfer data in Europe to the U.S. can get um, can be prosecuted in Europe. And so it, it just creates a lot of uncertainty. And then, of course, here um, with California, you know, their law, they've already sent out some warning letters. Um, you know, it's a, there's a question of how, how great a resource they have to um, prosecute, and uh, there's a new ballot initiative that will um, actually create a privacy agency and give California roughly about the same size as the FTC in terms of privacy enforcement, and you know, allow them to staff. Um, and that may that may pass. So you, know, you may see more enforcement after that, but for the time being, you know, I think. Um, Budgets are tight, and uh, finding people to go after people on privacy is, is, is never easy. Um, are, are you seeing any ransom scams going out there where people are are, are basically faking, uh, you know, uh, uh, challenges or, or faking, uh, you know, uh, coming after you and stuff like that? Or is that is that a, a little harder to prove? I, I did just see. Uh, a PPP, the first PPP indictment where somebody in uh, Florida, Bennett, I don't know if you saw this. I saw um, it too. Yeah, he, uh, he claimed uh, was 3.9 million. He had all these employees, you know, got funding, which, you know, I did a PPP myself as well. And I know that you had to certify with your payroll and everything. So I don't know how he fudged it. But, uh, yeah, ended up buying a Lamborghini. They, they spent the money. Oh, I on, saw that, on a, yeah. A Lamborghini. Yeah dating sites, which I don't know what that means, <laughs> jewelry and like a bunch of other stuff. Um, but, you know, good for them. They got him pretty quick. I mean, he applied in April. So let's say he got funded in, uh, in April and they've already, uh, they've already arrested right. him. They've already got the only in July. You hear uh, yeah. stories like that and you realize the criminal mind is not a compliment. Yeah, well, that's, that's, well, but also, Ben, and I think because they were in such a rush to get these approved that yeah. they weren't really checking very well. And I think this is the first of probably many that you're going to see come down. You know, I'm sure there's quite a few different people. You know, I, I was personally extra careful how we filed it to make sure we did everything properly right. and by the book, obviously. But um, some people are just probably like, hey, let me just pretend I have 100 employees. Oh, man, $3 million. Okay, let's right. do who's it. Going, you know? Who's going to so, know? But now, right. now you know. People now will you know. know. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's facing the, the downside years, is that said, could so. also slow down the process in the future. Absolutely. Right. Um, well, what about the fact of, uh, you know, what if he just, pay that money back like like no they said they said he's oh, i mean whoops. at least the article i read <laughs> 70 70 years in prison is you know what he's facing you know if, if all charges, hey, government uh, fraud's not a good thing it's not right yeah, yeah um, that, that is true all right well i uh, learned in law school the bygones defense not a good one <laughs> <laughs> you know that's true a lot a lot of times there's the uh the uh Guilty until proven innocent stuff that kind of fly, flies in there as well too. So you got to right. look behind it. So, um, so Bennett, um, tell us how we can get in touch with you and uh, and uh, what are you up for? 
So you can get in touch with me at the internetlawcenter.net or on Twitter at internetlawcenter, E-N-T. Um, and uh, that's the best way to find me. Okay, well, awesome. Great. Well, um, I want to thank uh, Anthony Horowitz from uh, YouRentMe.com for being on here. Good input. It was enjoyable. We're just sitting here taking a vacation on your background as well. So we want to thank you. Great. Look at that. Yeah, where is the background? You see the background? That's yeah, where I, is it? That's, uh, actually, I believe it's Arizona, northern Arizona. Yeah, yeah it looks nice. good. I it's like pretty it. area. I've driven through it. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, like your background, John. Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's that? Your background. Yep, that's uh, that's uh, what Vegas is starting to look like right now as well. And so for a while, I was able to put up the uh, welcome to Las Vegas sign, but I had to take that down after a couple of weeks. But um, hey, tell us something uh, that uh, that we should know or something that we absolutely need to know uh, at this time, Anthony. Uh, you know, I was thinking about this before, too. I don't know how many of everyone has kids, but. Um, you know, now with the most recent um, lockdown of schools and schools are going to be from home, it does pose a, um, an issue with the, with the parenting and at home. So uh, at first I was like, oh, this is not going to be great. You know, I have to work and I always work in anyways every day. You know, it gives me an opportunity to now maybe have a different relationship with my child versus just taking her to school, dropping her off, see you later. Now you can be a little bit more involved. Now I'm sure that this will not last, obviously, but it's. I, I guess we could take advantage of the fact that you know we could spend more time with them, and because uh, my daughter's going into high school, so that's a big, big deal. Yeah. I mean, Kevin already has, uh, you know, experience of that with his daughter. So I mean, you know, it's. Uh, that's the only thing I could say that, and then of course get in touch with your loved ones that you normally do not maintain during these busy times. So we're all busy people uh, running businesses and sometimes you forget to maintain relationships. And I would just say uh, it's better now than never to do that, so. Well, we're gonna throw a bone to the big dog right now, Bennett, something we should know and something we need to know. Sure, so something you should know, um, NIST, the National Institute for Standards and Technology, um, which regulates a whole lot of things and from gas station pumps to um, has prize recommendations on privacy, has um, come out with new guidelines on passwords that more or less say, keep it simple, stupid. Um, all this, you know, um, using special characters and um, redoing your password every three hours is, they say is ridiculous. It's just, it leads to people using less safe passwords. So they're saying no complexity or special characters should be required, no password expiration, but also but check that the passwords you use are not on list of previously breached passwords, which are which you can find online. And um, but at least have an eight character um, minimum. So that's what you should know. What you need to know is um if I saw a headline which is appropriate, you know the Jay-Z song 99 Problems. Um, well, he has 99 problems, and ADA is one of them, the Americans for Disabilities Act, which just turned 30 years old this weekend. And um, there's a lot of enforcement going on, lawsuits out there for websites that aren't compliant with the ADA. They're not accessible for those who may be visually or um, orally impaired. Um, so there you go. All That's right. All right. Uh, Click Father, take us home. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, talk about traffic for a minute. Uh, Facebook's back banning a bunch of accounts and for no good reason. <laughs> 
Um, so there's a lot of other traffic out there. So if you're just running Facebook and I get it, it works for you. I would still look. There's so many different other traffic sources out there besides your main, your Google, your Yahoo. Um, there's, you know, all different TikTok ads is, is a new one where you can now do self-serve. Um, you know, YouTube is a great, you know, if you, if you can do video ads, there's so many different things out there that you can do instead of being reliant, you know, they call it SPOF, right? Single point of failure. Um, if you have that single point of failure, if that stops, your whole business stops. So at least diversify and have different traffic sources. Just like if you own the grocery store and you relied on one vendor, if that one vendor goes on strike, you don't have any groceries to sell your patrons. Same thing here, have different sources coming in so that you are diversified. That's, that's a key to longevity. Well, great. I appreciate that information uh, very much. So we want to remind our audience that this is a non-ad supported show, but you can support us uh, by giving us a five-star rating uh, on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen to us on Spotify. YouTube channel is phenomenal as well. Um, and uh, you can also go to our Facebook page or Internet Traffic Kings. Uh, dot com and, uh, and and join the party. Also send those questions in so we can put uh, the click father in the hot seat. And uh, so, you know, for Internet Traffic Kings, I'm the big fabu John Fondy broadcasting from the campus of UNLV. And we will see you next time on Internet Traffic Kings. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.